Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and the Lois Effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Hello. Hey. How are you today? Hey, baby. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a loaded question. No. I, I am well. Um, what's so wonderful is that this is a spring break. So I haven't had to have a teaching week this week. Mm. And that's been lovely. And um, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's wonderful to be able to just catch my breath um, a little bit and uh, devote more time to the things I never have time to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like I've been um, really wanting to update my um, my website, which is now fully updated, which is really happy about that, and just um, tying up loose ends and just, you know, mom stuff, home stuff, healing stuff, working, you know, working through, just having the space. Mm, um, yeah, you know, just to just to breathe and yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it, I feel busy, but not um, but leisurely busy, which is for everybody else, you know, that's my version of you know vacation. So <laughs> very happy about that. I popped into um, the Museum of Modern Art yesterday and uh, saw the exhibit uh, about the making of uh, Pinocchio beneath, I guess it was, uh, I don't, it's a, it's a, a very famous uh, Mexican uh, director. I don't want to, I don't want to mess up the name, so I'm not going to say it, but um, it, I think he's one Guillermo who, del Toro? Yes. Guillermo del Toro, yeah, I was going to say that. And what a, I, now I want to see the movie because they showed all I mean it was brilliant they did, they showed the uh actual setup the actual uh puppets that were being used I mean this is a far cry from like Rudolph in the land of the misfit toys let me tell you something like, <laughs> just so beautiful so impressive but what was interesting I was in such I don't know why well, I do know why now but I found myself um, in a foul, foul, foul mood yesterday. And it's very rare uh, for me to uh, sustain that for a long time. But I was just in that rabbit hole. So I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. Um, I'm going to take a walk and I'm going to go to the museum and, you know, do this, that, and the other, and just a foul, foul mood to the point that I was just snippy and snappy and just whatever. And I'm like, I need to pivot. I need to shift this mindset. This is not me. This doesn't feel like me. Um, I feel so outside of my consciousness, outside of my body, just everything. Mm-hmm. And when I get into a funk like that, I know that I have to take some measures. So I'm like, you know what? You just lay down and you have to listen to Michael Singer. You have not listened to his podcast in a minute. So um, I replayed, I have been in the habit of replaying episodes over and over again, but it's been several months actually, quite a few months actually since I delved into that. So I just randomly... He only has two seasons, but I think a third season is coming out. If it does, I can't wait. I think the end of this month, allegedly. But I cannot tell you the benefit of hearing this man talk. So I just randomly um, found an episode just wherever. It's like when I pick the messages. I just scrolled through the episodes, just stopped where I felt like stopping. Of course, it was exactly what I needed to hear. And this Hmm. is an episode I have heard multiple times. But it's crazy when you're ready to hear something, you're ready to hear something. Mm-hmm. And I finally understood where I was um, 
I don't want to say blocked, but where I was last at understanding witness consciousness. And it was really valuable to have the contrast of being in a foul, just mad, irritated, and just, you know, I'm like, God, just take me. I'm done with this. Just not like suicidal ideation, but just like over everything. Mm-hmm. And, of course, not an option because, you know, I have a family and whatever, and I just, that's not, that's not for one to do um, in this lifetime. So not an option, but just foul. And knew the contrast led me to this place. So my understanding of witness consciousness as someone who's always been an overachiever as a trauma response, nothing to do with, you know, being well accomplished, even though that's a good outcome. Um, and there's a difference between high achievement, which is selective and thoughtful and intelligent, and overachieving, which is addiction. Thank you. Mm. I get all of that. But in my understanding prior of witness consciousness is, oh, you're witnessing, meaning you're not, you're not going to do the action. So my mind was still going. My mind was still judgy. My mind was still negative. My mind... But I thought, oh, I'm in witness consciousness because I'm not doing the doing. Mm. And then in listening to this episode, which is probably the fifth or sixth time I've listened to it in the last, you know, year or so, uh, or when I started listening to Michael Singer, and I used to listen to him all the time and took a hiatus for several months. Things were going on. And I realized Oh, it's the, not the witness to the doing, but it's the witness to the mind. And what the mind does is the mind over-engages because it's just another phenomena in the universe. And to be a witness to that and to understand that if I uh, opt into what the mind is doing and, and co-signing and participating and just regurgitating the past or being anxious about the future or being, you know, dismissive or judgmental of the present or any of those things that really take you out of yourself, it doesn't really change any sort of outcome. It really is not the most efficient use of uh your energy. It's not the best act of energy conservation. But if you are the witness to the mind and you're observing the mind, like, oh, here I go again, going in circles or lamenting or judging myself about the past or here I, this, oh, isn't this interesting? And to sort of really taking a step back. So it's not observing the lack of doing, that you're not doing it anymore, the witness or you're observing the doing, but it's observing what the mind as a phenomenon does by Mm -hmm. its nature, but being a witness to that. Mm. That was such a pivotal shift. So when I forced myself to listen to it in the middle of the day, I felt and continue to feel so much better and more aligned and more that I am not witnessing the action but witnessing the mind and in being the witness I'm not engaging so that I'm not buying into that being my reality Mm. but I'm just observing and there by the observation I'm not you can watch the movie but you know you're not in the movie right being in the audience You know, I thought I was one of the hired characters and, you know, uh, Mickey Mouse doing cocaine under the mask, you know, at Disney World. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. Nope. I, you could be in the audience. Mm. Comfy. Surround sound. But you're, it's, it's, you're watching. You're not in it. And then to counter that, or to ground that, rather, for those of you that have um, access to HBO, I saw the most amazing documentary. I don't think it won the Oscar. I know it was nominated. It was shot in um, New Delhi, India, and it's called All That Breathes. Mm -hmm. I 
lost my mind. Um, and it, it's about these two brothers that rescue these birds that are called kites. But it has set, it, the way that it's shot. It's just really shot. Uh, the, the way that it's every shot is filled with surprises. Like a lot of the shots start out, out of focus and then slowly go into focus. And you see all of what life is going on underneath the surface. Mm. I, it was one of the most beautiful documentaries ever in my life. And then they're dealing with the, the um, uh, uh, riots and political um, unrest in that area. And uh, the ecosystem, I just, I cannot recommend it uh, enough. It was so, it was so perfect to see that after shifting to really understanding the depth of what witness consciousness really is. I kind of have asked witness consciousness prior, Hmm. and now I'm just dipping my toe in the water of understanding what that is. And I think it will probably take the rest of my life to uh, practice that or to refine it. Many years ago, even before the podcast, many years ago, the refinement of transformation, many years ago, that was one of the first, that was even before the database of of messages. That was the first one, actually. Mm. The refinement of transformation. So we're always going back. We're always refining, like Geppetto, right? We're always going back, refining, refining, the master crafts person, whatever. It's we're always going back to the refinement of transformation. Mm. And we embrace that contrast. I was thankful for the contrast. I mean, if I wasn't in such a foul mood, I would not have gotten the attention mm-hmm. and therefore the impetus to sort of go back to one. You know, go back to what's going to resonate with me, which whatever reason, it's the way Michael Singer delivers information. I, I just get it. <laughs> Interesting. So anyway, that's how I am. Uh, nice. Together. Yeah, it's good. Uh, you know, you're going through that. That's good. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. when you get these contrasts, that, that is the opportunity because you start mm-hmm. asking different questions. You know, maybe yep. you go from, you know, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with everybody else? What's wrong with me? Right. To, you know, just like, you know, maybe what, you know, why, asking a why, a different why question, like why, why is that, you know, or, you know, what is really happening here? Um, you know, I had a couple of days of, of um, the wake and the funeral. The funeral was yesterday. Yes. Um, and it was yeah. a full on church service um, because, mm. My friend's father was uh, very active in his Episcopal church, so it was like Catholic light mm-hmm. for me. You know, it's like okay, got it. Um, Catholic, Catholic light, giant <laughs> <Diet> Catholic. <laughs> yeah. So, and the thing is, um, it's been about three years where we went to that same church to celebrate uh, her parents. I think it was like her fiftieth wedding anniversary. Wow. We got invited to that, and they had. Mm-hmm. Um, they they renewed their vows, that type of thing, and it was in the same church. So it was sort of you know a, a bit a bittersweet moment because these were, you know, these were people that we got to see and we were invited to, to take part in in these different celebrations and this was a a different type of celebration. And um, and so like I'm not a church. I was had a, had a conversation with a friend of mine. I said, you know, you're a churchy person, so you know. I think uh, for people who are deep into their faith, that that sort of the sort of funeral you might have imagined for yourself would would take place in a church and would have meaningful scriptures, perhaps, and, and songs, right. you know, you know that type of thing. And like I said, I'd mentioned about that one funeral that that stuck out for me so many years ago. Another friend of mine whose father passed, and and he had planned it out. And, you know, right. just, just the vibe. I mean, you know, he was also, again, very into his church. Was it Episcopalian? I think it was Methodist. Um, <laughs> but 
very mm-hmm. into his church and, and everything was just really uplifting. And I was talking about that again with my friend um, on the way up to the funeral. And, and so, oh, oh, actually with our friends to the wake the other day. And it kind of started that conversation of, well, what, what would you want to have? You know, not even what would you want to have at your funeral, but what kind of vibe would you want if you could, you know, if you could plan it out, which you can plan it out, you could put some things in motion and write down some things on paper and, and really think about what kind of vibe do you want to have uh, for the people that you're leaving behind, you know, with they, when, when they all get together, if you decide to have something like that. And um, so I, I sort of carried that into the funeral we went to yesterday and it's a beautiful church. It's, 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 it's cozy. Like it's small. Um, mm-hmm. And we're all kind of, you know, bunched up together in the pews, but it's, it's a beautiful church catches the light really well. Um, mm. And, you know, I, I, I felt good about it. I didn't, you know, I didn't do all the, all the chanting and, you know, the, the singing. Uh, it's just not my, not my groove. And I'm, I'm listening to it. And, you know, all yep. the, all the music yep. is about basically <laughs> reaffirming your faith in, in, you know, right. in, Jesus and all, you know, all that. It's like, okay, well, that's not what I'm going to do. That's cute. Um, yep. But I was started thinking about, you know, well, where, where would I want mine to be? Because I don't go to a church. I don't have a church. If, if I were to go to any church, it would probably be like a Unitarian church because mm-hmm. they'll, they'll allow all kinds of stuff, you know, but I would hope the music would be better, you know, like just, you know, you don't, need to, sing it. You don't need to, you know, no, nope. let's get some, I'd have secular music, you know, I'd pick out some right. different songs. Um, it is, it is about the vibe, and and uh, I don't think people would would necessarily associate me with a church type of service. I would think if it was nice weather to do most of it outside. Um, so yeah, uh, there are people who um, yeah, and Jen and, and and Raven are in the in the chat, and Raven, um, Jen is saying uh, a funeral parlor. You don't need a church, right? Um, and we went to a funeral parlor for the wake, and it was mm-hmm. it was um, you know pleasant, like a kind of nondescript. Everything was kind of comfy, but you don't really have a, a feel. You know, it's meant to be about as mm-hmm. neutral as possible. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still that that same. Uh, and I want I, I guess the word reverence is fine, but it's it's like library reverence. Like we just gotta be quiet, you know. <laughs> it, yeah, and, it, yeah, it's sterile. Yeah, it's a sterile environment. Right. Uh, so I know a funeral parlor. And, and, and honestly, I was thinking about this. Like, this could be like a little side hustle, you know. Um, <laughs> where you plan it out for Gen Xers, you know, Gen X. Uh, um, right, you know, right, right. Uh, how, you know, celebration of life, you know, type thing. Um, yep. And and so for people, because a lot of people aren't into their church, you know, or they they kind of, right. they they moved away from that and they're on to other things. Um and in some cases, it's it's, it's kind of awkward. Um, I had a friend of mine who is she's telling me about it. This is actually one of my one of my dear friends and like my best friend's sister. She was saying, "Yeah, you know, we're we're we were brought up, um, you know, Buddhist, and then you know, certain family member, family members would had had gone ahead and converted to different religions, but like her grandparents, when her grandmother passed away, uh, she happened to be in the states." just you know living with uh living with like one of, one of their kids and and uh so it was the um the daughter-in-law who was catholic put together oh. the service oh. and it was a it was a catholic oh. service oh, which see? was all kinds of awkward because Mm-mm. you know that it's just that wasn't that wasn't who this person mm-hmm. was nope. so you know when you cross that line mm. of basically, you know, offending Ooh. people, you know, it, it's, you yes. know, it's um, so it was... reflective. <laughs> yes. No, right. this is, this is reminding me. So there was a dear friend of mine that actually Anna met mm-hmm. the last time she was in New York, my friend Richard who passed two years ago and he was a staunch atheist and right. had a terrible relationship with his mother. And oh. I, I, out of, yeah, out of support, this. out of, yes, out of support for him, I didn't go to the funeral because it was everything he did not want. Right. And she right. made it about her. And I right. was furious. Right. I was furious. And I'm like, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going because that's not, and he was one of my dearest friends. He adored Anna. 
and uh, yeah, and he was he used to listen to the show, and uh, it, yes, he he did a, a stunt atheist, but he he liked the Lois effect because it's not <laughs> about that, right? And yeah, it broke my heart because she made it about her, right? And when he passed, they were not on good terms, mm. but she made it about her. So I was like, I'm not going, and I did so, not go. Yeah, I think having having some directives um, with you know uh, however involved you want to be with with you know with after you're gone like it's, yeah it's like it's, it is for the people you you've left behind but you know if you have a say in it then you know it won't be those awkward moments where you're in a church when you haven't been to church in years um, you know um, or. And it's not necessarily about the – we're in the South. Most people pick a church. Um, but you're right, you know, funeral mm-hmm. parlor. Um, for my uncle, who was uh, Jehovah's Witness, you know, they they um, they had it at a funeral parlor. Um, it was actually just more convenient, and I'm not sure if, it, if, if, uh, if they had it at the Kingdom Hall, if, if we could have been, you know, allowed to go there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, but here in the chat, uh, yeah, um, Raven said a memorial service can be held anywhere. And then, um, healer meeting, Jen said, uh, my funeral <laughs> is going to be a keg party in the basement of a local pub. See? Yeah. That's like a, like Hello. A, that's an Irish, uh, an Irish wake, right? <laughs> you know? Um, right. Um, and Marguerite said, my sons will be here at home with everyone who knew him. Nice. Um, and she said, my son told us what he wanted, mostly that he will not be forgotten. Exactly. Never. Um, right. Right. So um, I think it was just, it was just good to have that, um, to have that free flowing conversation because my friend Monge was asking me, he's like, so, you know, where do you, what do you see it happening? Would you know, would it be at a church or would it be, or would it, would it be in, in Atlanta? I said, I imagine it would be in Atlanta, like my hometown is Charleston. And if I were to do it like on the beach, you know, perhaps, but, uh, you know, it would be probably where most of my friends and family are and most of them are here. Um, so I would, I'd imagine someplace and I, and I still think, yeah, if, if we still have this house, have it in the backyard, have a big party, um, you know, say a few words, just, you know, it could be as crazy. I mean, you know, I could, come up with some crazy stuff and it would just be like like a last laugh sort of not a not a mean laugh i don't think but a, but a sort of i ah. want people laughing you know i want people laughing yeah um yes and i want them feeling good and feeling good about about life you know that and and having yes. them feel uplifted you know because they're still here and if they're still here they're still living mm-hmm. there's still work to do have it be fun right. have some right. food drink something you know get together with people who are here um, and connect with people who are here. So that's sort of a, that's what we were thinking about. And, and in a way, I mean, that's exactly what my friend's father ended up doing. I mean, there, there's a lot of people in that church for, you know, because like, granted it's middle of the day, um, but there are a lot of people there and they, they had you know, a little reception. We didn't stay that long. We're like, we need to get back. It's, you know, going to be traffic, but you know, we, we did our, we, we, we said we paid our respects definitely the before and then and then at the funeral. So, uh, but it just made me think about that and and you know going through a church service and and it and it isn't about a uh, person who's passed necessarily. You know, it, it, there's there's a lot of scripture and uh, that's all related to the same situation, but it's it's still kind of one removed and 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 it's the reminder like yo you're in God's house. So we're going to talk about God. And, uh, you know, and that's sort of the, the hierarchy. Um, I would have loved to hear more stories um, about yeah. him beyond, you know, beyond his church service. And you know, obviously a church might not be the setting for that because you, I'm sure there'll be all kinds of crazy stories about him. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm making my own little notes and having talked about it with, with one of my best friends is, is cool. Um, you know, we're, we talk about our fraternity. We're both, we're, well, all of us who are in attendance, who are, are my friends, 
you know, friend, we all know her through our fraternity. And there is actually a, a memorial service uh, for uh, for our fraternity. So you can do you can do something like that, uh, you know, either separately or as part. I guess part of a bigger service. And I think I'd probably do that separately. I think I do want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's about as ritualistic and structured as as I think I would want. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, on, I guess on a, on a mainstream level. Um, you know, so there there are big themes that I was just looking at everything. You know, what are some themes? You know, this whole resurrection and and life after mm-hmm. death and um, and you know, there was one line that they kept saying, and the the program is in the car. But it was like it's not unchristian to 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 grieve or you know to be sorrowful. I'm like, well, I would oh, hope not. Well, because okay. that's oh, 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 why why is that is that a thing? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it was it was oh. just part of a. You know, I'm sure it's you know it's part of a longer uh, scripture. But I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. um, we're not even talking about grieving is bad. Maybe some people think it's weak or something. Or that you're not supposed to show emotion or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Forget that. Um, I want people screaming and wailing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can hire people for that, you know. Some people did yes. back in the day. Some pe- they do that. <laughs> yep. Oh, and, and Jen says, um, laughing would be the best. I want to make an appearance at my funeral, too, for all of my medium friends. <laughs> yes. I know. I told my kids, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, don't you dare. I'm like, oh, watch me. <laughs> Too late. Already planned. Already planned. Already planned. Um, and then, I, you know, I do wonder, like, how long it takes for for um, for the, the person that's passed to realize that they've, that they've passed, that they're really not here. I think it's different for everybody. Yeah, I really do. I really do. I just feel like it. It really, it really depends how things are just all lined up. I think in some cases it could be immediate, and I think in some cases it could take. With wow. our perception of linear time, it could take it could take years, and because mm-hmm. time doesn't exist, um, it's just a construct. But right. yeah, I think it's different. It's it really is reflective of where your consciousness is at. So, I, um, yeah, I think for some people it's instantaneous and for others it isn't. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why you can almost immediately after someone passes, you can, you know, get a message or feel some sort of connection. And then with other people, uh, it's very rare to get an appearance or contact or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother's been gone over a year, and maybe I really have felt her once or twice tops. Wow. You know, yeah, which is which is not a lot, you know. And yeah. um, and other yeah, and, and with other cases, I could feel I could feel them. It's, it's very interesting. I think it's really reflective of like unfinished business that needs to take place on the other side. We always canonize people mm-hmm. um, after they're gone. And that's wonderful and that's lovely to, to do that. But at the end of the day, they got work to do the way we got work to do. They just had work to do someplace else. Right. You know? Like it just cracked me up with, with a former friend of mine because I sort of cut her loose, but who is very intuitive. And she's like, oh, your mother's coming in, and she's refusing to do her life review. I'm like, of course she is. <laughs> um, I, and, I, and I said this before. I said this before um, on this show. I'm like, of course, because she's so stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take her a minute. <laughs> going to take her a minute. So very interesting. Mm. And she didn't know that about my mother. But when she said it, I, it made perfect sense. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm like, girl, Aww. you got to start someplace. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. So yeah. funny. And I don't think my father has, and my father's been gone 
I want to say, I don't even know, eight, nine years now? Maybe mm-hmm. I don't even know. Uh, almost 10 years. I don't know if I've had any contact from him, which makes perfect sense. <laughs> because he kind of abandoned us. Right. And talk about work to do. Got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm judging. It's just um, witness consciousness. Very. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't feel like some people feel like they take it off. I mean, that is a sort of a degree of witness consciousness. They take it on. Like I haven't heard from them. Where are they? I remember when my daughter passed in the beginning. I'm like, she where is she? Where is she? And and then she started coming. Through. It took a minute, but then she started coming through. Mm-hmm. You know. And other wonderful people that I've lost, they come through when they're ready to come through. But it yeah. had nothing to do with like, oh, well, they, they you know, they, they don't like my outfit today, so they're not going to come. Through. It has nothing <laughs> to do with you. <laughs> Pretty much everything that goes on has not, a, whether this life, people on the other side, has nothing, that's witness consciousness, has not a damn thing to do with you. And if we get off the hamster wheel, to quote Michael Singer, um, of what our minds do, the outcome really is pretty much the same. So we might as well conserve our energy and put it to better use, like mm-hmm. feeling better about ourselves. Right. Or feeling like we're not going to opt into, you know, the uh, lunatic express, which is this life. You know, it's not Disney World. It's insane asylum world. Okay. It is. But we can't take it personal. You know, when they come in, when they come in. Mm-hmm. They got stuff to do. Oh, we got to give them that grace. We have to give them that space. They have to grow, change, and evolve the way we're always growing, changing, and evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, but I never put, I really didn't put, I haven't put any thought really to, like, my plans. I think I'm going to do what my mother did. I'm going to prepay for the Cremora to, uh, cremation. I'm going to prepay uh-huh. that, give all the papers to my son, and, you know, take yourself out to a nice dinner and toast me. And that's it. I don't even want, I don't even want a thing. I don't want anything. It's crazy. That's, I was like my mother. I don't want anything. I'm, I'm going to be, no, I don't want anything. Don't do anything. I think that's going to be it. Let my son just go to a nice dinner. Sprinkle my, I have to find a place for him to sprinkle my ashes. That's as far as I'll go. Well, Reverend Adam but, always recommends uh, a, a moving body of water, you know, so to really Oh, that's it. right. So That's right. And then we could do that. No, I'll be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe I'll pay for them to go on a cruise and they can someplace cool and they can dump my ashes in the water. Yeah, that's... That'd be cute. That'd be cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Put the ashes in water. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But yeah. But that was great that you were there to support your your friend. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. was just important. You know, it's a it's another chapter of life that it has given me, you know, pause to think about well, yeah, how how would I want this? And and um, and maybe like I mean I'm I'm sort of half joking, but I'm like, I I really wouldn't mind, you know, putting together some possible, you know, uh, options for people just to think about. And, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how, how to execute all that because, you know, I haven't had to go through it yet. But I know, um, you know, in, in keeping with, so with my family, you know, it is, anything is a reason for, you know, oh, you know, you, you know, someone passed away. Well, we need to get together. And, and of course, in that case, it's it's to, to grieve and support, but there's always going to be food. Um, yeah, I was gonna say to eat. Yep. Yeah, uh, and and so that that tracks for my family. Like I would, I would. That's what is natural for me. I don't necessarily need to have that church in there. Um, nope. And okay. and I also plan on being cremated in ashes, not kept somewhere, but but released into some body yes. of water. Um, yes, I like that. But yeah, but I I totally want to do like you know a mashup of favorite songs. I want you know I I, I kind of want to you know just something to to keep them uh, entertained and and feeling good. And then so when it's when it's time to leave, 
and, and, you know, so they're not feeling so heavy. It's like, oh, you know, at least she was crazy. Can't believe she did that. Yep. What a fun time. Yeah. Okay. Then that's good. You know what would be cute? You know, you know what would be cute? I mean, I'm not going to do a service, but I, if I was going to do a service, I would do this. I'll, I'll, I'll suggest it for you. You have, um, uh, like, people have to draw, like, something out of, like, a, a um, out of a hat or whatever. And if you get, like, uh, if you get picked, like, let's say there's pieces of paper and there's, like, five with stars on it. And if you have one with a star, you have to go up there and do your best Alisa impression. <laughs> that would be hysterical. <laughs> That would be that's hysterical. I hope I, I hope huh, that's a good one. I, I hope I get because I'll go, you know, of course, you know, I'm going to outlive you. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope I get a star. Right? <laughs> I'll go up there. <laughs> oh, the choices. Oh, the possibilities. Well, you know, in lieu endless. of that, if we have to, you know, we don't want to wait that long, we can just do a roast. You know, so this is sort of like, you know, a if you never got on a roast. A, a roast is fun. A roast <laughs> is fun. Yeah. My kids roast me daily. A roast <laughs> is fun. A roast is so much fun. Uh, but this would have to be a kind, a kind hearted roast. Of course. It's always, it's always <laughs> out of love. A, I mean, a, I, it's not implicit with ro- when you roast somebody because you love them. I think so. But, you know. I think so. <laughs> I think so. It's so funny. Um, I do have, we have a hand raised, so I know who this is. Okay. Just join the conversation. Hey. Hello, ladies. I love the idea of funeral roasts. I think that's your side gig. <laughs> I think it's hysterical. Hi, honey. Great idea. Um, I would like a card, if you can believe that. No. How dare you darken my doorway? <laughs> um, let me look at, let me, let me load the database. <laughs> Yes, here we Oh, here we go. Okay, I am ready when you guys are. Okay. Okay. Ooh, double digit number 88. Hey, that's a good one. 88. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. This is gorgeous. Okay. Listening. To the whisper of divine intelligence and embracing the relief of doing so further aligns you to the greatest version of yourself. Girl, this was why I had to listen to Michael Finger yesterday to get to get into the state that this message is expressing. Thank you for picking it. I'll read it again. Listening to the whisper of divine intelligence and embracing the relief of doing so further aligns you to the greatest version of yourself. And what I love about this message, which I've never read before, um, I've been saying this for weeks now, that I'm not pursuing happiness, I'm pursuing relief. Mm-hmm. And I like how relief is key to what this message is about. Thank you for picking it. And That's 88. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, these eights are definitely the power numbers and, 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 and all the things that you're wanting to accomplish and you, you know, you've reached them or you're, you know, you're working towards it. That's the goal. Um, but what could be a, a better goal than, you know, to be the greatest version of yourself <laughs> um, mm. in all things that you do? So, you know, this is that vibe of when you are in alignment, things, not that things are necessarily easier uh, because there's still work to do, but there's a, there's a flow so that things seem easy. Um, and you're not, you're also not second guessing, you're not tripping over yourself as much. Maybe you do a little bit, but, but for the most part, there's that, that real alignment of trust and you feel a lot of power in that. And it's not power over other people, just the, 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 the vastness of power that can happen when you 
when you are in alignment and um and when you when you not turn on other people, oh, I can make you do this. It's like, wow, look at what we can achieve together. Um, so it it really is an elevated sense of being, and 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 it's not about being alone either. It's because everything has lined up, people, you know, energies, mm. and and everything is um, is is contributing, so everything can be appreciated and valued for what they are, who they are. Um, it's the phrase, the best bang for your buck. <laughs> this came in like, that's, that's everything that that's like, uh, unlimited, you know, feeling unlimited. And, you know, that 88, so we, we, we play up the, the number eight, but it ends up being a seven wow. overall. And that's that faith, you know, that's that inner work and the discernment to know what's really important. And when you, when you can get into that step of uh, building, building on each, on each thing and and really appreciating it and seeing how it, how it just happens to work out. um, When you can share that with others in a way that, that, just allows others to take it or leave it. You know, it's, it's more of a, um, um, when someone can ask you something for a seven to release that information is like, okay, yeah, you're ready for this. <laughs> it's like this discernment goes both ways. You know, you want to make sure you're asking someone who's smarter than you. If you're asking about something you don't know about, but on the other hand, if, if you have done your work and you have this sort of wisdom you know, you'll you'll be selective with what you say and and how you say it and who you say it to. Even if they do ask, you know, if they're not ready for it, you you're not going to tell them, because um, that would be the the wiser choice. Um, it's like having so many different ways of learning something, and that's why you know, for you, Liz, Michael Singer, at that point, that's what you needed, uh, even right. though you've heard it before, but you're ready for many it. times. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. you know the, the the mystery of that seven is is in that sense getting in alignment because it's not like you haven't heard it before, but now you the alignment allows you to to, to receive it in on a right. different level. Yeah. Um, what a beautiful message. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thanks for right. taking it. What you're saying. I'm sorry. Um, what you're saying about the I went to psychic school over in England a couple of weeks ago yeah. and, oh. you know, I, like I know stuff, but I had to, oh, you went and, to I, England? Yeah. and I went to England to uh, Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> she got her letter. <laughs> yeah, I got my letter. That's right. Um, that's great. How, how long were you there for? I was there for a week. There's a school oh, that nice. just caters to psychic stuff. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, it was animal communication week, so I ended up doing some animal communication. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a younger girl in my class. Well, no, she wasn't that young, but she looked young. Um, and I had to resist the urge to answer her questions because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not the tutor of this course. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm like, it's, that's up to this teacher. And I, I stopped myself on three occasions. And I'm like, wow. yeah, maybe I should just have my own course. Mm. <laughs> well, but but it that, was good. It's telling you, yeah, but look at what that showed you. It showed me right? that, you know, I, that I have to be more respectful of other people. <laughs> because well, prior to that, that I would have just the questions. <laughs> right. Say that, dear. But what I was going to say was that it 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 shows it shows that you're in a place to share your knowledge. Yes, that you could teach. That's what that shows right. me. Not that you're being disrespectful, <laughs> but that <laughs> you know I know you're joking, but that you do have what it takes because you the answers came to you, right? Right. questions you knew the answers they came to you from within mm-hmm. um, presuming yeah that's interesting would you yeah would you 
considered, you know, offering, you know, in person, online, whatever, because you really could do that. I have in the past. I used to teach a tarot card reading course at the college um, in my town. Oh, wow. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and I... Yeah, it was it was cool. I liked it. But then, you know, the numbers, people weren't registering, so I went, okay, well, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's not meant to be. But the very first mm-hmm. class I taught, I was sitting there preparing, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the lights went off. And I went, okay, oh, wow. so you're telling me something. And yep. I, I said, okay, I'm getting up now to turn the lights back on. And then they just went on mm-hmm. by themselves. Of course they did. <laughs> So I went, oh, that's a sign that I'm in the right place. So Yes. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Cool, though. That's cool. I yeah. didn't know that you, that you went there. That's amazing. Yeah, I'd recommend it. You know what? It's, I'd recommend it for everyone. It's, you know, it's not the cheapest place to go in the world, but um, for 1,500 Canadians, so the equivalent of maybe 1,100 U.S., you get all of your tuition, you stay there on the premises, and all of your oh, meals wow. are included. So That's your classes, real. your accommodation, and your food um, for 1100 U.S. plus whatever your flight is. And from New York, it probably wouldn't be too expensive. And you meet no. people who are all like-minded, um, right. mostly Europeans. So there are a lot of different language uh, categories, and um, uh, there's you know, quite a few North Americans as well, so. How cool. Yeah. Nice. And was it, and, uh, was it like, um, outside of London? Like, what part of England was it in? There's, um, it's north of London, so you get on a bus at uh, Heathrow and uh-huh. you get off at Stansted Airport, which is sort of the yep, hub I for all the Europeans. Mm-hmm. Stansted, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you basically just take a five-minute taxi from Stansted. Oh, wow, that's crazy. So it's really close yeah. to the airport. Nice. Yeah, very close, very something, close, yeah. Something to, something to think about. Yeah. Very cool. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like summer camp for psychic adults. <laughs> that's cool <laughs> that's really cool no and it's so and it's interesting because it's so uh I, I think it's much more accepted there than in the u.s like mediumship is is huge there um psychic development it's yeah it's seen i think regarded with more respect as a science yeah. as a field of study right. as opposed to here where it's like you know uh granola sprouts and you know a commune so that's that's great that's that's great great that it's you know there's a respect Mm -hmm. there's there's a i think there's more of a respect and a regard for that there so um that was really cool that you did and do you get like some sort of um certification um i guess if you wanted to there like if if you took enough courses, I know here if you take enough of a certain course at one of the spiritualist uh, places, they they will they'll give you a certificate in healing or mediumship or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. you don't really need one. No, so, yeah, I was just wondering. Yeah, yeah you're certified. <laughs> I'm certified. I'm certified crazy. Yeah, but that's uh, so does you know, that's <laughs> It's, did you you picked your week? I guess it was that, uh, and you said it happened to be animal communication. Was that was that what you wanted to take, or or was it just this is the time I have? I'm going to go over there. Whatever is is available, I'm going to do. Well, my friends had already booked, so they had uh, spirit art, and then they had animal communication. So I was like, yeah, what do I want to do? Spirit art, animal communication. So I went animal communication, and I'm glad I did. Okay, um, yeah. You're, yeah, and you know, the, like anywhere, there was one difficult person in the course, and always every, everyone Everybody wanted is. to throttle her. Have you ever seen Absolutely Fabulous? Yeah, oh yeah. 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 You know the yeah. tall, skinny, blonde woman? Is that Evie <laughs> or? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she was there. Oh my gosh! Really? So she, well, no, no, not her personally. But she was right. Not Joanna Lumley, the actress, but the one who was right. Patsy. Okay. So she's Patsy. 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 So Patsy was in my class, and you know, you'd be working with her, and I was the very first person who exploded and said, "Listen, I can't work with her." Oh, that's funny. 
But you'd say things like, okay, uh, I see your dog. It's barking at the window. Well, don't all dogs bark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. And you're like, bitch. And you're like, what you call me? I'm like, I'm talking to the dog. (laughs) (laughs) And once everyone had their time with her, you know, she was just, uh, why are you even here? So eventually the tutor said to her, they said, uh, you know, you know so much now. You should probably not come back here anymore. You should just teach your own class. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah, they checked the bitch, not the dog. Right. So... <laughs> All right, Patsy. Wow. Wow. Some people just, you know, they're so starved for attention, that they, but they feel mm-hmm. not worthy of loving attention. So it's toxic attention because it's reflecting. It's sad. You know what I mean? She's stuck, literally star for attention. It's sad that, and then, I and know. then it's indulgent, and that's why we get annoyed. No, but it, I know why we get annoyed because mm-hmm. it's indulgent, and they don't know how to read the room, and it's dismissive of others. Mm-hmm. So where's your autonomy? Yep. Okay, talk about talk about the you know that's where witness consciousness really can come in. You know, like I'm feeling the need to to I'm feeling the impulse for attention. But I'm going to witness that feeling, and it's going to shift, but I'm not going to act upon it. Hello? Right. <laughs> That's gross. That's gross. But a lot of people, they don't know how to read the room. They're just so starved and so wounded and so desperate for any form of attention. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... Uh, that That's where self-awareness and witness consciousness really has a place. Well, what what made me laugh, though, is that, you know, everyone's, you know, we're all, you know, spiritual, whatever. So we're in the mm-hmm. class, and, you know, you talk to people afterwards and, you know, to air your frustration with her. And they were like, well, yeah, but she's teaching me a lesson. I'm like, no, you know what? I don't need to pay money and travel seven hours on a plane to be like, taught this lesson. <laughs> yeah, I can, say, I, can, I can do that at home for free. I can do that at home for free. Right. Right. I'm, I'll get lessons all day. All day. Right. I came here to have fun, learn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of a vacation, I would imagine. You know, How, were you there? Were you there? Like, were, were, like classes take like all day, like day to night? Did oh, you have time to like, was it immersive? Like, what was it like? Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because actually it was probably the smallest group. I've been there about six or seven times. It's probably the smallest group that I've ever seen there. There were only 32 people there. 16 were in the art course and 16, and there were only eight people in my class. Normally there's at least a dozen in each group. And then some of the groups come together and, you know, but they kept the the art group and the animal communication group like separate as in you still had meals and stuff together, but so you eat, it's like club men, you go sit down, that's who you eat with for the entire week, you don't change your table, oh, so you've got to choose wisely the first day. Wow. So you go, you have your breakfast, you get a little bit of break, then they've got a meditation at 9.30, after the meditation, you, uh, they have a tea break or coffee break, then you go into your groups, then you have, I don't know what happened, and then there's lunch, and then you go into your groups again, and there's another break, and then there's another group again, and then dinner, and then they do groups, and it goes from, like, basically nine until nine. Wow. Wow. But there's That's a bar so cool. on premises, too, so, like, after oh, the bar, hey. everyone goes to the bar, hey. and, you know, they drink and, you know, laugh, and so much laughter. I, you know, I, I needed that laughter all week mm. long, or laughing at things. Like, Patsy would... Before she gave you a reading, she would hand you a tissue and say, you're going to need this. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, that's not a good dog. Uh, wow. You're kidding me. <laughs> what? I mean, you, boys, what, what, a, what a high, boy, we, we really are confident in our skills. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to cry? But it would just oh. make us laugh. <laughs> Right. And then one of the women that was there, she she was a hairstylist for for stars in Hollywood, and oh, wow. um, so that was her career. She was been out of it for a couple of years because of her arm or something. But I guess mm-hmm. you know they they're paired up, and she Patsy's acting Patsy's way, and the woman who's worked on stars forever looks at her and says, "Is that all you got?" <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
you've probably seen a lot. <laughs> wow. Oh, she's seen it all. She's seen it all. Yeah, right. <laughs> if she's doing celebrity hair, she's seen it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how, interesting. How she <laughs> yep. Yeah, she's dealt with difficult if she if she's done hair. She's dealt with difficult. Yeah, Patsy oh, yeah. was nothing. Patsy was uh, small potatoes. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, and, well, it's um, interesting. Go ahead. We, no, that's we, all I got. <laughs> well, we do have one more hand raise. I don't know if we want to try to fit oh, that oh, one in. Thank you. In the last few minutes. All right. Bye, Debbie. Thanks, love Jen. you. <laughs> I love that. I want to hear more. I want to hear more about. It. She's been there six or seven times. I want to hear about the other times. I know. I totally do too. Yeah, totally so cool. Yeah. So look at, right. look at what we find out from our listeners. All right, let's take the call. All right, this is area code seven zero eight. Good morning. Hello. Hi. You're on the air. Who's this? My name is Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Oh, Barbara. Are you a first time caller? No, I've call, uh, listened um, uh, quite a bit, uh, you know, before, and I just kind of okay. just got away from listening. But I had um, I had to go in and get some testing done. Okay. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, it didn't. It, it always could be worse. So let's look at it that way. All right, but well, Barbara, it, let me just stop you there. Let me just stop you for, for a second, okay, because it's been a minute. I just need you to take a breath, and we need to ask to reconnect your energy, please. Okay. Thank you. So, Tess, keep going. And um, so I have some huge decisions to make, and um, I'm being calm and um, um thinking about contemplative of, of going forward and what I need to do. And, and when, that, when that card was so beautiful, that 88 number that came up, yeah. I thought, you uh-huh. know, maybe I need some guidance. Let's, maybe pull, let's, get, a message. Let me, let's pull a message for you then. I think we should do that. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, too, is, or think, or is anything going on in the gastrointestinal? Is, is there anything going on with digestion? Is anything happening there? Well, the reproductive organs? No, it's, it's real. Well, it could be. I don't know. They haven't, they haven't, I have to get more, like, Yeah, I just know, feel like the lower half, the, like, the, the something with the lower half. I don't feel it's, like, heart, lungs or anything. I feel like things are going on. No, it's on. all up above. Right now, it's, it's really showing all up above. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder. Yep. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting like lower half for some reason. Okay. Okay. So interesting. All right. All right. So. Um, so. Well, I, good. So maybe that's the sign of going away. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. Because I'm not really feeling anything from the waist up, but more. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, and usually I will feel, I will, I will feel something like in my own body, but I'm not from mm-hmm. the waist up. No, no. I, and I, was I thinking maybe I there's say that. <laughs> well, let's see what happens. Yeah. And who knows what I'm picking up. Okay. So you'll hear the music. Just take a few seconds and then say the word pick and I'll tell you what message you picked for yourself. Okay. Okay. All right. So stand by. I'm ready. Okay, so the number associated with this message is 623. Oh, wow. Okay, listen to this. Six, yeah, listen to the message. As you're learning to develop the skill of self-love, embrace the unfolding process of letting go of past heaviness which obscured the heart. Mm. Wow. I'll read it again. As you're learning to develop the skill of self-love, embrace the unfolding process of letting go of past heaviness, which obscured the heart. Six, two, three. 
Yeah. Well, the so, that six two three, like you said, it is an eleven, but each number uh, gives you some clues to work with. And the, the first number it starts off with is that six. That is that love number. It is about being able to nurture and take care of yourself as well as you would do that for others. And um, so it does start with, with love. Um, and then that two is also about your relationships, both um, outside of yourself and also within yourself. And given that it ends up being a, a, an 11, I would say the, the emphasis is always going to be from the inside out. So um, when we look at number two, we look at, um, we look at uh, relationships, but we also look at uh, finding um, balance and also finding support um, and receiving, not just finding it, but receiving it as well as, as uh, like I said, normally it's about taking care of other people or, or putting that energy out. And then that last number is a three, um, also about energy and making these connections um, and also finding that, that creativity from within. But so much of this is about um, things that you already have within you that you tend to uh, easily give out to other people, but you, you don't always do it for you. And that's just a reminder right. uh, to, to put yourself first and not in that selfish you know, bad way, but in a, in a selfish, I'm taking care of myself. Taking, I am the business. I'm taking care of business. So I'm going to do that. And, and when you do have that number 11 master number, you know, th- this is a, a way of showing um, leadership from, from a, a point of experience, not because I, I, that's, I'm not looking at anybody else. It's because you've taken so many other things into consideration um, that your type of, uh, of leading is because you've done it and, and you, and you know how to help people come along with you and, um, and, you know, sort of be that example. Um, you're like of the people, but you're also one of those people. So don't forget that. It's not about having to do it all on your own, but to, um, to cultivate those relationships. And the best way to do that is to have that inner relationship um, and understanding of yourself and true love for yourself um, to lead the way. Yeah, yeah. When they mentioned uh, with the, um, I've always been very giving to other people, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and now when I get a a di- uh, well, they, a diagnosis that begins with the letter C, I just say because I ask God, I'm like, why is this? Why did I manifest this? Why? And what is mm-hmm. it? What is it meant to teach me, and how am I going to help others? Mm. That is a beautiful place of grace to be in, and beautiful. It really, it it really, it really is, and and that's alignment. Yeah. And the yeah, and the answers will unfold. And unfortunately, we are past this. The show ends at nine thirty. We're past. We're past time, but I would love for you to give us a call back. We're on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we're you know we're we're here to support you. And when do you get your test done? Well, I have to meet with a doctor tomorrow, which is great because it's an okay. eight day and it's St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day. So we'll right. see. And I have to get tests Monday and Tuesday, so maybe next Thursday. All um, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. But thank right. you well, so you- much. Yes, of course, of course, and hang in there, but you really are in a beautiful, beautiful place, and just continue to be in that very pure space, because that's, that's the best way that you can invest in yourself energetically right now during this challenging time, so if yeah. you're able to it give us an update when you're ready, yeah, I will. we'll hear for you. Okay, great. All right, honey, take care. Thank you. Stay well. All take right, care. take care. Bye-bye. Okay, great. So if any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOA Blend, and we'll be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take care of yourselves and each other, and as always, let the light do the work and two brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye.